welcome to the sanctuary with your host israel um you know happy to have control provo again in the sanctuary and uh, i said i was gonna bring you back but just between when we talked and now it's been even worse like it's it's like um the the kid was <laughs> i don't thanks to social media right we mm-hmm. we are seeing things almost mm-hmm. in real time as mm-hmm. it's happening and thanks to like the police officers having the cameras on them mm-hmm. like now they can't you know hide stuff i don't know i'm never actually gonna start with one i don't know if you've seen the video of this woman she's 70 years old she was in her home and then the police came to like i guess to like see her grandson or something and she was like no her grandson doesn't have any gun and they, basically they just bashed her in and she was just like you know you they can't come in they don't have a warrant they forced this woman she's like in her robe she's i think 70 something years old 75 or so Try to cuff her, broke her arm. It's like crazy. I mean, and um, this is only coming out now because like uh, she's suing the police department in the city. But this happened months ago, and I don't know if you've seen this, but mm-hmm. I saw this video and I was like, okay, so it's mm-hmm. not just like you know young black men. It's just like if you are black. And there's the thing. The thing I've been saying. Um, I haven't seen the video yet. Um, but the thing that I've said to people, it does not matter if you're a superstar athlete. It does not matter if you're in the army. It does not matter if you're old. It does not matter if you're the damn president of the United States. The thing that they see as a threat is our skin color. So after the uniforms off, after all, that's what they see. They just see black age. It does not matter. And that's the sad thing about it. They see our skin as a threat, and we don't even know why. The the states is run rampant right now with mass shootings led by white men. But yet we're seen as the threat. It's crazy because it's safer to be a white man doing a mass shooting in the U.S. than to be a black person at a traffic stop. Yeah. Unarmed. I watched a video yesterday that with my mother and my sister, and we were so upset. My mother couldn't even watch the, she was so upset. So white man in the truck, police on the side of the road. Yes. He goes to put his hand on the steering wheel, then goes to grab his gun. Yeah. They are pulling on him. We don't even have guns and we're shot and we're killed. Mm. He was reaching for a gun. They're saying in the video, why are you reaching for your gun? Not shot. Then you have the other video with the police on the driver's side door of the white pickup. Being driven around. Being driven around. They didn't shoot him. They didn't tase him. But yet, here we are. Our army lieutenant, pepper spray with his hands out the window and tased. Here we are, Dante Wright, shot. Oh, I was reaching for my taser. Yeah, like, how do you, how do you even, mist- like, that's not a mistake. And then everyone, like, a lot of people got excited because they charged her right after. But did you notice what they charged her with? They didn't charge her with murder. They charged Mm -hmm. her with manslaughter. Mm -hmm. Manslaughter. 
that that was murder. She reached and a police officer, a white officer did a video and he showed your dominant hand, gun. Uh, your weak hand, taser. S different parts of the gun, different parts of the belt. She's a 26 year veteran. She reached for her gun. You have to turn a safety off. The weight difference. Mm. And that's the thing about it. Every time we're being murdered, every time we're being killed, it's an excuse. We're it, it, It's unfathomable what's going on in the world today that black people are being shot and killed on camera and there's no consequences. It's like we're target practice for, for, for white police officers. And it's yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching that video uh, with the man with the police on the side of the of the guy's truck. Mm -hmm. uh, he was actually using a hammer on the police officer's head mm -hmm. and and driving, and like there were cops surrounding this person, and no one teased, like no one of them even pulled anything mm -hmm. to. Like, it's it, it's crazy. So, you know, it is essentially that it's not that they can't do it, it's that they won't do it. Exactly. Because they don't see that skin color. Mm. If it's black, shoot. Mm. That's, the, that's, that's what's so... If it's black, shoot. If it's white, do what you can or whatever. Shooting is the last option. Tasing is the last option. But if it's black, shoot first. Mm. that's the difference. And that's the yep. sad thing that our skin color is seen as a threat over and over and over and over. We are unarmed. Mm. We are not reaching for guns. We are not shooting at the police. I said this only if we just, if black people just came together and, and seek revenge on police, just imagine we ain't even done that. And you guys are still killing us. We're rioting. We're protesting. It's crazy, like, unfathomable, unfathomable, the things that are going on in the world today. It's just unimaginable that the world is like this and how people can go on with their days knowing that Black people are being target practice. Mm. The world is not in an uproar like it should be. Had this been us being, uh, being dogs, if we were dogs, Oh my when God. Michael Vick, when, Mike, when Michael Vick thing came out, everyone went crazy. And this is not to say it's okay to kill dogs or at, at, uh, any animal at that. That's mm. not what I'm saying. I'm just saying black people don't get the same support, the same kind of uh, necessities to change the policies and everything as that animal. Mm. People are not as upset. Yeah. Policies are not being changed. But if, listen, if white kids started getting shoot, shot by the police unarmed and everything, policies will change. Things, oh, will, start, things, things will start going in place. Mm. Police officers will start going to jail because it's affecting those that the system was built for. It's, it's, it's crazy. Now, I don't know if you know of this... Uh... Police officer Carol Horn that like um, so years ago she lost her job mm -hmm. because she stopped a police officer that was putting someone in a chokehold mm -hmm. and like 
I was watching her interview the other day on the TV, and she mentioned that the person that called, you know, the, or, or, you know, a colleague that got her to lose her job, got promoted, was like, got promoted. I think he became like, you know, captain or something, and then hit his child on the head, went to jail, still got his pension, and this lady that was in like the police didn't get a pension until the court case that just happened recently. And it's like, okay, you know, I was watching this commentary uh, on the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, and he, he's mm-hmm. like, you know, people always mention this whole, like, uh, like not all cops are bad cops, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, they are good cops and bad cops. And, and she was like, the one time a good cop tried to stop a bad yep. cop from putting someone in a chokehold, who lost the job? The good cop, right? So now it's like, it encourages people. Oh, actually, it, discour- it, it discourages people that want to do the right thing. And it explains how all those other police officers were there just standing, watching somebody getting killed. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you intervene, it actually counts against you. That's the sad thing. That's the sad thing, that if you stop a black person from being killed or whatever and seeing the injustice, you're the one that gets fired. You're the one that loses your job, not the cop that's doing the killing. Mm-hmm. That's the frustrating uh, part about this. The guy that shot Jacob Blake eight times in the back just came off his administrative leave and back to work to shoot back another to black person. Mm. How? How? Yeah. Jacob Blake, a man that showed up to break up a domestic dispute, was shot, as we all witnessed, in the back at close range, eight times, paralyzing him for life. Mm. But yet that cop gets to go back to his job. Yet that cop gets to get his pension. All these things. And that's when they do these little firings, that cop still gets his pension. He's still taken care of. Like, it's it's unfathomable the things that are going on. I watched the incident with the young black kid walking in the neighborhood with the white army man that was trying to put him out and his wife. Oh, was yeah, 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 yeah. And that. that wow. In his own neighborhood, you can like, you gotta leave. Like we're not even supposed to walk in neighborhoods. Wow, that's the yeah. thing. We're we're not seen as people. We're not seen as we're seen as if we even walk in a neighborhood. And his wife sitting there recording and whatever. And what happened? It backfired on him. It backfired on him. Then black people showed up at his house. He didn't want to come out in. He, he got charged with assault, as we witnessed. And Navy's looking at setting him aside and putting him out now. But those are the type of steps we need to start taking to say that this is not okay. Mm. That this cannot go on. But I don't know why we have to wait until another and another police shooting and another police shooting. Talk about it. It's in the media. Then it's not. Nothing's changed. Then the next one happens. And that's the frustrating part. George Floyd, Jacob Blake, Dante Wright, right. How many more have to go through this? How many families have to go through this? How many pe- black people have to walk in fear? Have to be, when I see the police lights behind me, heart stop. I watched a video the other day on Sean King. A black man was pulled over for doing 65 in a 70. The video is so 
the video is so frustrating because the black man That's set insane. he set up his his phone for the recording. The officer comes to his window, introduces himself as a sheriff from some department or whatever, and he's like, "Can I get your license and, and, and registration?" Like without even telling. So the guy's asking, "What what did I do?" Right? He's like, "We'll get to that later." And then, oh, he sees what? Yeah, that's what he says. And then he looks wow. at he looks at the logo on his shirt. Oh, you work for a such and such company? He's like, "Yeah." And then he's trying to start small talk. And then the officer's like, "Oh, I guess you don't want small talk." He's like, "Well, ah." He's like, well, what, like, you know, basically, why are you pulling me over? Uh, the officer literally said, is everything okay? You were doing 65 in the 70, so I'm just checking to see if you are okay. That is the issue. He's seen a black man driving mm. and was like, let me pull him over. And, you, and, and a lot of people don't know. In our minds, a cop doing that, it was not the 65 in the 70. It was like, let me see if I can upset him. And if you were telling, he got to use us as target practice. Mm. A lot of people don't know it's deeper than that. That man got to go home to his family for another night because he handled it so well. Mm. And he had it on, on video. But a 65 and a 70? Like, really? Like, it's, really? it's crazy. Like, it's what's going on in the world today, I tell people, it's so messed up. And black people are mentally struggling with it. The trauma last week was mentally my toughest week in a long time, a long time. I had three nightmares back to back to back of being shot by police. Wow. And these nightmares, I've had nightmares in my life, a lot of them over my lifetime, but nothing like this. This felt so real. I woke up all in cold sweats, tears running down my face, trying to catch my breath. So scared to go back to sleep. Damn. I took melatonin. I took an edible. None of that stopped me from still having those nightmares. And I, I shared with my friend and I, I went to see psychologists and everything. And, I, I, and it's because of the trauma that we constantly see. Mm. That it's. In, it's in us. We're feeling it. We're, we're, we may not be in the States right now, but that's another black person. That's my brother. That's, you know, that's, that's, I can see myself in that position. Mm -hmm. And that what was so scary, like, I've never had dreams like that where it literally felt real. And people don't understand this. I tell people, check in on your black employee, check in on your black friends. If those are your friends, check in on them, support them. Be that ally. Speak up. Don't speak up when it's a hashtag. Don't speak up when yeah. it's trending. Speak up and continue to speak up. And this is not an issue that, like, I tell people, this is a world health crisis. We got the COVID-19 spreading. They doing everything and anything. Oh, my God, this, 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 this. Or black people being shot by white police officers at a high rate. It's, it's not a rocket science for the cure. It's in the hands of the people of privilege. Mm -hmm. It is literally in the hands of people of privilege. An issue that's been going on for decades. And that's the sad part. We can come up with a vac vaccination for COVID in five months. Multiple vaccinations. But we can't stop black people from being killed by white police officers. And that's the sad part, man.
Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, talking of privilege is like uh, if you remember with the with the military officer that was stopped, actually drove to the gas station mm -hmm. because he wanted to be in a well lit area while the yeah. stop was happening. Like he's in his army fatigues, and he he he's still afraid of what might happen mm -hmm. so it's like okay well let me get to where it is well lit enough so at least you know it's a gas station whatever happens there should be a camera here to capture this and then they treat this person like he had both hands out of the window so oh. like <laughs> and that's 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 what we have to like we're, we're doing everything and i remember when colin kaepernick knelt and he, he 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 was kneeling every game, and they were like, "Oh, he's disrespectful to the flag, and he's disrespectful to the veterans." Here we are, a black veteran serving his country in a uniform, but they don't see that uniform; mm -hmm. they see black. And when they see black, that's all they see. That's all they see. They don't care what we're wearing. You could be LeBron James. Everyone know who LeBron. You could be Michael Jordan. You could be. A top football player. They do not see that. They mm. see a skin color. They see that as a threat. Take out the threat. It's like it's almost as if this is what 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 I I thought about. It's almost as if they're told in training that when you see a black person, shoot, ask questions later. When you see a white person, do everything to stop that situation from shooting. We need to conserve our own people. That is that is what I'm, I'm I'm thinking because there's no way, there is no way for the amount of years and the amount of shootings that we've seen of black people on camera that this continues to happen. Shoot first, ask questions later. We we don't even have weapons. We are not carrying guns and we're not shooting. Philando Castillo sitting in the car with his daughter in the backseat and his wife. Letting them know that I do have a weapon or whatever that I do have a legal permit for. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting my wallet out. Before he could even get his wallet out, boom, 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 boom. Didn't care if a bullet hit his, his young daughter in the backseat or nothing. Because we're the threat. I don't know why we're the threat, but we're the threat. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and you know another thing that happens is like like you mentioned is where something happens and then it's in the news and then it gets out of the cycle because something else happens. Um, like with the one that happened here in Halifax with the person saying I'm going to fill you up with lead. Do you have any idea what's what's become of that? Um, I haven't heard much on that. Um, I heard that they're still looking into it. They're still going through uh, the protocol. Um, so hopefully that, does, that doesn't get sh shrugged under the rug or whatever. Like a lot of instances we see with policing here gets shrugged under the rug. A lot of, you know, things that police do, like what happened to the officer, the woman officer that was robbing the grocery stores? You remember that came out and she was wearing a wig and had her her gun off duty loaded and, and such and you know robbed a few grocery stores atlantic superstores mm. haven't heard much about that the officer that sexually assaulted a woman in hammond's plains 
pleaded guilty. You know what they said in the verdict? They gave him where he just had to do an amount of community hours where he would not have a criminal a criminal record because he was recovering from cancer. He was going through a hard time in his life. He was going through a divorce and, and such. Are you That's, shitting me now? <laughs> yes. What? And this is a 23-year veteran. What? Pleaded guilty to, to, to sexual assault and, 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 and uh, something else or whatever at, in a woman's home. And got off without a criminal record. Got to keep his job and go back. And that's the thing they protect themselves. They protect their own. But when it comes to us, you got people going to jail on on less charges, especially black men, first charges, six and seven years. Got to do time. Mm. There's no chance of, of them getting off. And it could be a, a little simple thing. But yet this man can plead guilty to sexual assault and go back and be a police officer. You take an oath. So if he was not mentally stable at the time that he committed this assault, if I go commit that same sexual assault, do you think I'm getting off? No. And I plead guilty? Exactly. God damn. Like, you know, it's like they do these mental gymnastics and it's like, why don't you just say what it really is, right? Like, it's you are being super racist and like there's no other explanation for why... Like, the only difference between the two things is one person is a certain skin color and the other person is not. Exactly. It's it's so frustrating. When I seen that story and, and I seen, like, like, I'm just like, really? This man pleaded guilty to sexual assault and got off? With no criminal record? Mm. With no criminal record, bro. Got to go back. And this is not a first... This is not a rookie cop that made a rookie mistake or, or going mm. through something. This is a, a veteran. Damn. And that's Damn. the thing like that that frustrates me, but yet we're seen as a, a as a threat. I'm being followed because I drive a Mercedes that I've earned. I'm mm. being followed in stores because I'm black. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, 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 one, one time when, when, when what happened was it was so funny. There was an there was a, a a white lady that was was shoplifting at the time or whatever, but they were following me. And you know what? I laughed in that moment. You know what? I laughed. I yeah. laughed in that moment. You know, uh, they uh, they had eventually caught her or whatever. And this was years ago. It was so funny. They eventually caught her or whatever at the security guard or whatever outside the store because I think something fell out. Like it it was funny, but. I laughed in that moment because you continue to follow me. I'm not stealing. Mm. But yeah. you continue to follow me because I'm black. And yet we're seen as a threat. And yet we're like, and I'm not saying that I'm not saying that, you know, there are no people of black color that don't steal or anything. But I'm just saying, why are we treated differently? Why are we painted in this? and I'm not saying that there's all bad cops. Because I have some friends that are some good cops that are allies that are, you know, white white guys that are doing, you know, their thing. But at the same time, why is all black people seen as threats? Y'all don't want us to paint the whole police department with the same brush, but we paint it with the whole same brush. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Oh, no, there's good cops out there. There's blah, blah. I'm not him. 
So why is your department painting us with the same brush? Why are we seen as a threat? Shoot first, ask questions later. So you got me. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. Me yeah. Oh, another thing that just came to mind. Remember, like uh, two, three years ago, uh, they did the uh, the report for the traffic checks. Do you remember? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like uh, whatever came out of that. Um. <laughs> They did the, the 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 checks and they came with the statistics or whatever. Um, the HRP issued an apology. Um, then I remember there was like a seize for the checks for a while, but then they just started doing it again. Because because <laughs> since that apology, I've been pulled over by police both three or four times, yeah, and that was yeah. that's twenty nineteen. It's twenty twenty one. Yeah. So the apology, but we got to see action and there's no change. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do it differently. Like, um, right now I think they're doing something up North Preston. The police was doing something about a traffic stop in North Preston about tint in the windows of the cars. Meanwhile, meanwhile, you're going to do it specifically in the black community, right? Mm. Meanwhile, <laughs> I see more more police officers with tinted O vehicles. I've seen more Asian guys with tinted O vehicles that never get pulled over. More white guys with tinted O vehicles. But we're going to go target a black because that's their excuse to try and pull us over and check for other things. Hmm. It's those type of things. It's so frustrating, bro. It's yeah. like it's like we try and get ahead, like, and then we go backwards. Like, and they gave on a whole apology. Had a whole big thing. That was the first time big apology. But an apology without action means nothing. Mm, Words yeah. without action means nothing. You can apologize all day and say you're sorry, but if you show nothing and if if there's no change going forward, that mm. apology was nothing. So that's what came about that apology. If you if you ask, nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Yeah, cause I was yeah yeah. I remember when that happened? They came down, they did like a meet in the square, and then I think there were two or three that they did around the city, mm. and like people went and talked, and it was like okay this, and I was thinking okay you know, something's gonna be done, but like no no, cause I do have people still talking about like okay why are we being stopped? Like it is heartbreaking when mm-hmm. things like that happen. Very, very, very heartbreaking. Very, and it's happening here in, in our city. Um, and the racism here in our city is different than anywhere else in Canada. I keep telling people that because our ancestors have been here 400 plus years and just the racism is just different. Like just how they treat us and, and we're fighting for it in this justice system. Just, we're fighting for it in the education system. We're fighting, you know, in policing, we're fighting just to be heard here still. We're underrepresented on the on the job and, and overlooked for positions and just it's just it's so frustrating because how do we say we come so far? Mm. How do we say that we're, we're we're changing and we're being more diverse and we're being more inclusive, but trying to oppress a whole race? Still, try and control them. Try and try and narrate. You know, well, we can give them this, but we can't give them that. 
our our people, you know, have went through so much. Africville, you've seen it. You know what I mean? You've seen how they put North Preston where they put North Preston. And then just the treatment of our people over the years. Mm. And our people are some of the, the, the most resilient people because we continue to speak out. We continue to mm. fight. Um, and we continue to be outraged. Um, so we've now taken it upon ourselves to get into positions to do to change ourselves. And that's yes. what we've been trying to do because no one's gonna, no one's trying to change it for us. Those people that are allies and 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 and, and, and politicians and stuff that are speaking up in the media, oh, this gotta change and this gotta blah blah. Behind closed doors, their mouth is shut. Mm. Behind closed doors, they're not changing policies and they're not changing to protect black people or or to to, to for black people to have equality and such. They're not doing that. But we'll mm. say it in front of the media. So we can get, you know, that support when election time comes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll say it and, and, and do that and say all the right words. But we read through that, bro. I read through that. If you're not doing the work behind the scenes, if you're not speaking up behind the scenes, if you're not changing policy, if you've been in for eight years and black people still getting treated the same way and you've been in that position for eight years, what do you, what, you can say whatever you want in you can say whatever you want. And I know people are like, oh, well, you know, it's so hard to get in. I'm only just one politician, blah, blah, blah. Bruh, I've started to stop the violence with nothing. Through hurt, pain, anger, frustration. I've never taken a dime from a grant or anything. How much change have I been able to create over nine years? Because my passion and the fire inside me is mm. so strong that nothing gets in my way from me making that positive change or me making an impact on that young person's life or me doing that. It doesn't take money. It takes that if you care and if you really care or whatever. A lot of people get in these positions. Oh, when I get into this position, I'm going to do this for the African Nova Scotia community. I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. They get in those positions and you don't see them. Mm -hmm. You don't hear from them. They're taking their paycheck and they're doing whatever they want. <laughs> and that's the frustrating part. So we're now trying to get in these positions. We're now trying to... to position ourselves so that we make the change ourselves yeah yeah we have to have to you know <laughs> when when you mentioned that something came to mind about the politicians right about people saying that you know they have all these brilliant ideas but they were not um bringing it to fruition or they are not putting the action behind it but um what's his name trump trump was just there for what four years and he showed that you know he the things he wanted to do he went straight forward and did it and uh, people was like okay he's doing things he reduced the tax for the people he wanted to do that for he started building this wall that i was going to do mm -hmm. so it's like if you are driven and if you really mean mm -hmm. to do that thing you want to do uh that policy you want to enact you can't yeah. you can't especially yeah. if you have the majority again or at least you have people that can partner with you to get your yeah. policies passed. And that's the thing. Trump, um, as, as terrible as he was, he did what he wanted. And whatever he wanted to change, he changed. That that was it. So when, when politicians speak up, well, you know, can't do this and I'm trying to do this, try harder. It's been decades. Decades. Mm. From from provincial government right straight to the federal government. Federal government thinks because they put Viola Desmond on a bill that they've done everything. 
for black people because you put Viola Desmond on a bill. And Trudeau gave a speech when Black Lives Matter were going on. Oh, you know, and blah, blah. And it's not, I'm glad that I'm in No, Canada is no different. The mask is off in the United States. That's why we see it regularly. Canada got their mask on. They they hiding it in pockets. And and, and you, the, the prime minister, has done nothing to change that. Viola Desmond on a, on a $10 bill. <laughs> Thank you. Thank mm. you. But that's what? 40, 50 years later. 40, 50 years later. But that does not change that. I'm black in Canada every day. That I got to live dealing with the stereotypes every day. I got to deal with being pulled over by police. I got to deal with being walked in, um, followed in stores. I got to deal with all that. That $10 bill does not change that. Mm-mm. And until you guys want to do the work and change the issues and change the policies and change that and have consequences for these officers doing that, filter them out. You you do this and, and, and we see that as racism and discrimination, you're off the force. No pension. Yeah. No pension. Because you took an oath to serve the people. Not discriminate the people. Not mm-hmm. throw racism against the people. Not profile the people. But to serve the people. So once you start nailing things like that down and you start putting policies like that, then then we talk. Because now you're trying to, now you're about to change, and now you you want to see black people being treated equally. There is no, um, I guess, there's no punishment for whatever they do. So it's like they can do it without worrying about, you know, I can shoot someone, and then I'll just go and sit down home for three months, and then I'll come back to my job. And that's there waiting for me. And that's the frustrating part about it. That the reason why. The police officers don't care that they're getting caught on camera. They got body cams. They're not getting care that you got your cell phone on. They don't care because at the end of the day, they know if they shoot a black person, there is no justice. They are not getting consequences for those actions. Half, heck, we don't even know if they're getting applauded behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So that's why they do it because they see our skin as a threat and they know. If I shoot this black person, that's why I shoot first, ask question later, because they know if we shoot or kill a black person, we're good. They're going to put us on administrative leave, make it look like whatever, mm-hmm. and then I can come back to work. We've seen mm-hmm. it in the, in the Jacob Blake case. Jacob Blake happened last summer. They just announced, what, two weeks ago, the officer is now back to work off yeah. administrative leave. Exactly. Because they are no, there are no consequences, so they know that they can kill us and get away with it. Mm-hmm. You remember? Um, I think a couple of years, maybe two or so years ago, there was this police officer that went to the person's home uh, and then shot him, thinking it was her apartment or something. Do you remember this case? Oh yes, and, and then like, how do you make that mistake? Uh, and then I think that was the one time I remember when something like that happened. And then I think the police officer went to jail for like five or ten years. I can't recall, but in and in since then till now it happened many times. Like when Granatel was in her home, like you know, you think in your home, it's like kind of your safe space, mm-hmm. and you expect to be able to you know go to bed wake up and not have to worry about that i I think if someone actually comes to your home and murders you there has to be consequences and 
Nothing has happened. Nothing. And, and that's... <laughs> did you see that the officers that were in the Brianna Taylor shooting were about to release a book? Oh, yes, yes, I read that. Was about to release a book on the shooting. They were trying to make money off of killing us. That's a... Like... I, I I can't. That's how sickening this is. Mm. You literally killed a, a woman that was in her house, sleeping or whatever, and, and, and everything, and and all that, and 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 you decide to write a book on it to make money. Yeah, because they know there are no consequences for killing black people. We are not seen as like if officers, and I, I'm going to use this example again. If the officers were going around shooting stray dogs and just killing dogs in general. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the world will lose their shit. How many policies and stuff would be in place? How many consequences would be placed? They sent, they sent Michael Vick to jail. For how long? There's people still to this day that hate his guts. Even though he's changed his life around and won the biggest supporter of of uh, Dougs and everything now, they hate his guts for what he did. Mm. Even though he's done his time, but they're not hating those officers that are killing killing black people. Mm. They're not giving them consequence. They're not going to jail. They're not. Wow. They're not. They're not, and and that's murder. Murder, like they're killing us, like, bro. I go right now and commit a murder. Not on camera and everything. They get their evidence or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to jail. They got enough evidence against me. Blah, blah, Gone to jail. These officers are killing on camera. On camera. The thing that you need. Oh, my God. He just shot and killed him. No consequences. No jail time. Mm -hmm. That's what I don't make sense of. We're having a trial right now. Derek Chauvin is having a trial yeah. to prove his, I, I call it to prove his innocence because we watched him kill a man. Mm -hmm. Kill a man. Literally everyone watched him suck the life out of, they want to say it was carbon monoxide. They want to say that he was overdosing on drugs. No, he killed a man. No. We all watched it. Everyone in the world. Yeah. If, if he gets off on this, uh, the world you know, is going to be in chaos. I, 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 uh, I, I you know, I watched, I, I've not watched the case, but I watched a clip of the, of the, I, I, of this doctor that was talking about how, you know, it wasn't drugs. It wasn't like, basically he had a life squeezed out of him. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching that testimony. I'm thinking like, whoever is in that jury, what more, like, what more do you need? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what more do you need? Okay, let's just keep the video aside. Let's just, like, you have nine minutes to watch this thing, but let's just keep that aside. Yeah. Now, this person in his expert opinion tells you there is no way that all these excuses that are giving is what led to this person dying. Like, how are you? Like, I, I, I worry, though. I worry that, yeah, he might just be found not guilty, but I, I also, on the other hand, have you know like this fate believe that he'll be found guilty because like it would 
I worry. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm at the point. Like, I'm hoping he's found guilty. That's the that's the best case scenario. Because if not, the yeah. world, the world is gonna yeah. go. You have every bit of evidence against this man. The doctors that did the autopsy, the the ambulance people, everyone. And yet, you guys decide to let this man walk. Don't let him walk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was the yeah. It is the same city that shot the poor boy in his car. Yeah, his uh, George Floyd's uh, George Floyd's uh, girlfriend was Dante Wright's teacher. Yeah, that's the connection. Yeah, the aunt said it. She's like, that's how we didn't even know we had a connection to George Floyd until till then, till all of this happened. Hmm. Like it's it's crazy, bro. Yeah, it's so crazy, man. So, like you know, from I mean, you know, it's great you're doing with stop the violence, but like with stop the violence, you were just you know keeping the community. Like, but now, what what are some things? Like, what can we do? Um, I just keep speaking up. I keep working behind the scenes, um, consulting with companies on changing their policies to be more diverse and inclusive. Um, with the black community, um, but you have to come to the black community and ask them, what can my organization do to change so you can feel welcome and so you can do this, you know what I mean? So I'm doing those little things that are trying to help, you know, other young black people get in positions and places um, where they can make change and and, and do what I can. Um, I'll say as people, we got to keep speaking up. We got to keep changing narrative, whatever organization we're in. Um, when we mm. see things that are unjust, um, towards our people, we got to speak up and not be silent. Um, and, and just do what you can to make change. That little bit of change that you're doing here has a ripple effect. And, and so you got to think about the generations that come after you. And a lot of people don't think about that. I'm thinking about my 10-year-old son and that generation. So, you know, those generations after him. So that's why you you may not see the change overnight. By the time you get 40, 50, 60, 70, you're looking back and you see that change happening. The kids, you know, are being treated equal. They're going to school and getting an equal education and, and being treated the same in the education system. When, they, when they're going to trial for, 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 uh, for criminal activity and such, they're being treated equally and seen fairly across the board um, and mm-hmm. such. We don't want them to go down that road, but I'm just saying, seeing equality across the board. Um, it starts with us speaking up. It starts with us continuing to work and not giving up and not allowing people um, to take us off our course. Yes. We can get upset. We can. Pe- you're going to get people that are going to message you and going to upset you and going to think different ways. But that is just to get you off your course of making change. They see that you making change is a problem. Keep speaking up. Stay focused. Because if they get you off your focus and now you're arguing with them, that's taking away the energy that you need to put into making change. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep speaking up and uh, whew, hope that, you know, at least on this one where there is really no damn excuse, mm-hmm. we get like at least one thing we can say, okay, they got this one right. Cause like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. If this goes, um, to a not guilty plea, I, I don't think, yeah, bro, uh, yeah. If it goes yeah. to a not guilty plea, 
Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't think. I know I'm gonna. I, I, I know I'm gonna need a couple of days. I'm gonna need yeah. a couple of days. Yeah. Personally, as I'm gonna need a couple days, maybe a week or so. I'm not gonna be. I'm never gonna be able to process it. But I'm yeah. gonna need a couple of days before I speak with anyone, anyone, yeah. Yeah, anyone, because the mind. It's just gonna. It's just gonna be so heartbreaking, so angry, so upsetting. Um, there's just the emotion alone. I'm not even going to want to, I ain't even going to want to talk to anyone. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, one thing about law is that if he gets away, he can actually now turn and sue the city. Mm-hmm. I didn't get paid for killing someone. I just don't want to think of it. Like, yeah. I, I, don't I think of it because that's that's making me upset. Just you, just you hypothetically saying that is getting me going right now. It's just upsetting that he could sue the city and try and get paid for killing George Floyd. I will be. I don't even. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it is it is, it is plain as day. We all saw it. There is no excuse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, experts have spoken, uh, like, I don't, like, there's really no defense for that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even, I think that the, the, there's like nothing in the police handbook that says you do that. Like the, the, anyway, control. Uh, how's your leg? I didn't even ask about your leg. Legs doing good. Legs doing fine. I'm watching. Cause I saw I everything. saw you put up a video on Instagram yeah. talking about football the other day. Yeah, I'm missing. I'm missing missing the game. Um, but you know, legs doing better. I can you know walk on it and, and run a little bit, and you know don't need the brace on and everything. It's getting stronger every day. So I'm happy. I'm happy with the progress. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm missing sports right now, playing them. Mm, mm. And it's going to be warm enough soon. Uh, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you said you are like kind of doing some coaching, right? So, yeah. So, so that's helping some, out. Coaching is in, in some way you're like, you're close to the game. Um, I, I fear that, you know, we say goodbyes now and then we get another some message on Twitter that some crazy thing has happened again. Like, um, like, cause Derek- like, we talked the other day, a black mm-hmm. man in his military uniform got mm-hmm. pepper sprayed because someone. Mm-hmm. And then in that time, there's been mm-hmm. like two or three mass shootings <laughs> and either the person killed themselves or they got arrested. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we just got to breathe, man. It's Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I, I like I like that word. Just keep speaking up, keep speaking up, yeah. and then think. You know, think way beyond you. Like you know, well, ten years. Yes, and a five, lot of people don't understand. Years, this is yeah. what um, a lot of people don't understand is that speaking up, they're like, "Oh, well, you know, I'm being so repetitive and everything, bro." People are reading your. People are reading what you're saying. People are. It's it's embedding that into their head. It's making a difference to someone. If we can change one. Mm. Where that's making a difference and people don't understand they they, they want to see the big change and they want it to be right in their face no bro change happens and you can't even see it. yeah and that's why that's how i've been able to to do stop the violence and and be able to remain focused and then like someone came up to me uh earlier this week and was like 
man, I've been following you for, for years and you don't understand the impact you've had on my life. You know, I wanted to, I, I wanted to say this to you back in 2016 or whatever, but I didn't see you. And, you know, and then when I did see you, I didn't have the courage to come up to you. But had I known that you were such an uh, easygoing person and easy to talk to, I would have told you that impact that you had on my life. And mm -hmm. that's a change that I did not see. But because I'm speaking up, I'm being consistent. Yeah, That's what we have to do. If you're going to speak up, if you're going to do something, be consistent, continue to do it. When mm -hmm. people stop, when it stops trending, when it stops being a hashtag, continue to speak up on it. Yeah, and that's the change that we need to see. Yeah, yeah, Control, thank you so much for coming to the sanctuary no and problem. always sharing your knowledge and you know always speaking the truth from the heart. Yeah, I'm really grateful, you know, to have you as a friend, as a brother. Yes, um, you know, glad that you can now <laughs> at least walk and run on your legs. So yeah. that's that's some good news. That's some good news. Yeah, um, we'll focus on the good. And we'll just take whatever news comes as it comes. Yes. And uh, maybe after the verdict, it'd be nice to, to have like a follow-up. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just let me know. It's always good, you know, chatting with you, brother. You get me all worked up for my day. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. And then after, I got to take a breather for like an hour because I'm just like, why he had to start me on this? But <laughs> but yeah, after the verdict, for sure, let's, let's you know, follow up. And, and yeah. hopefully it's the verdict that um, we need. We're, yeah. we're praying that it's the verdict that we need. Yeah. Because if not, we got to need a couple of days for just to talk about the verdict. You know? <laughs> <laughs> if they if they don't give the verdict that we that we need to see that he needs that should be yeah it's definitely yeah. gonna be a moment you gotta yeah. see me you gotta see me come here with with, with tears in my eyes all <laughs> face all just in a whole peel <laughs> oh man uh, well okay okay uh, hopefully we'll get we'll get the verdict the world needs I think the world yes. needs that verdict yes. Yeah. Uh, man, Control, thanks so no much. No problem. <laughs> Always. Good talking to you. Every time I close my eyes, when I look up in the sky.